Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. If you're looking for jewelry that makes an impact on your self-care routine and your style, Empowerography would love to offer you a discount code to one of our exclusive partners, Quartz and Canary Jewelry and Wellness Company. Please use code EMPOWER15 to receive 15% off upon checkout at www.quartzandcanary.com. Quartz and Canary is truly the place where spirituality meets style. Hello there, Brad Walsh here, your host of the Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest is Paula Pietri. She is a certified yoga teacher based in Florida. How are you doing this morning, Paula? Hello, Brad. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you I'm, for having me. I'm doing very well. And thank you so very much for taking the time to be here today and making the time to show up as a guest on the podcast and share your story and your journey. I'm really looking forward to jumping in and speaking with you and sharing your story. So I just want you to know that I appreciate you taking the time and I appreciate you. So Paula, you are a certified yoga teacher who's been practicing yoga now for almost seven years, but you also became certified to teach at the age of 43. And you're also a very firm believer in it never being too late to find and follow your passion. Can you speak to us a little bit about that belief of it's never too late and what that means to you on a personal level? Well, Brad, I believe mindset is everything. Like you mentioned before, I started yoga at 41 by 43, I just was so much in love with the practice that I decided to get certified, knowing that I really wanted to pursue teaching part of just something that I wanted to, to share. You know, I wanted to share with everyone I knew with the world that anything and everything is possible as long as you have the mindset. I believe that if you have the mindset that you're not too old, that it all really depends on how you feel. I guess that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to get to. You know, like you can be 60 years old and feel like you're 20, or you can be 20 and feel like you're 60. Right. Very so true. It, it all depends. Yeah. It, I mean, it has to do with your mindset. So my mentality one, like I said, when I started yoga I was like, okay, maybe I'm a little too old, but you know what? This is, this is something I want to pursue. And then as I started practicing, you know, I started digging deep into who I really am. And I noticed changes not only in my physical body, but in my mental body. And with that mentality, I basically just went ahead and I'm doing things put it this way at this point that I never thought I was going to be doing when I first started. So I, I believe that mindset can get you to wherever you want to go to whatever you want to do. I love that because people do, they get so hung up on that number and say, well, I'm too old to start that or no, I can't, it's too late in life. And I'm a firm believer in that as well, that it's never too late. If you want to do something, if you put your mind to it and you put the work in, you can do it no matter how old you are. And you know what? And um, I have, I mean, I have students in my class that are on their 60s and 70s. And quite honestly, I mean, I really admire people who, like I said, who don't let age define who they are. And that's to me really important. You know, if you're letting your age define who you are, 
and you have that mindset, by all means, you know, you won't be able to accomplish anything. And you know what? I mean, I heard once, you know, that we live up to 120. So I'm thinking, okay, if I started at 41, teaching at 43, now I'm almost 48. <laughs> I still have a long way to go. <laughs> you do. So you I do. feel like I feel like a little kid. So yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I applaud you for that, for diving in and doing it. And you are a testament and proof that it's not too late to start anything. You can do anything you want in this life. Totally. Yeah. Just have the mindset. And of course, you know, the mindset and put the work and, you know, I guarantee you, you're going to get to wherever you want to go. For sure. Paula, what were you doing before you decided, decided to pursue your passion in life of yoga? Well, I used to have my own business. I am, my husband is a general contractor. So we had a small store and we used to sell Italian and Spanish kitchens, bathrooms, and pretty much everything for the house. And we used to install it as well. And while I was working, that's when I decided that I wanted to pursue yoga and get my certification, not thinking obviously that I was going to become really uh, a teacher. I was thinking it more to improve and grow my practice. So it was more of a personal goal. And then once again, obviously, I changed that into, you know, sharing it with, you know, with the world. But yes, I used to be a business owner and decided that that's not really what made me happy. And even when I was making really good money, I decided just to follow my passion and follow my dreams and close the business down. So my husband said, I can't do this no more. And, you know, and then of course, you know, the rest is history. So (laughs) as they say, (laughs) yeah, exactly. As they say. (laughs) What led up to the decision for you to become a certified yoga instructor? I mean, I know you jumped in and you loved yoga and you did it for two years before you started getting into teaching, but what inspired you to, to go that direction? Well, quite honestly, Brad, I mean, I've always been the kind of person, always been really active. Um, Mm -hmm. I used to work out back in the younger, you know, younger years. I was a ballerina, so I'm a former ballerina. And ever since I did ballet, I never found a physical activity that was really something that I really, really enjoyed doing. So like I said, I was doing, you know, going to the gym, you know, doing a little bit of weightlifting. But I just got to a point where I thought it was just too physical, too, not fake. I don't want to say it's fake, but it was just that I was just working on my physical body. And I was looking for more of a deeper connection to myself, my inner strength. You know, I was looking for more of a spiritual practice. And obviously, for so many years, I heard, you know, yoga, yoga. And quite honestly, the first time I tried it, didn't really like it even like the second or third time I was not really hooked to it but that's the reason why you know I was just looking for more of my inner practice a connection to to myself I was looking for internal growth and I found that through the practice of you so what would you say then for you is the most inspiring or exciting part about being a yoga instructor? Oh, God. I mean, that's a hard one. Um, <laughs> I would say meeting. I mean, there's so many beautiful things and they're, you know, they're exciting about being a yoga instructor, at least, you know, from my personal 
experience. But I believe meeting and connecting with people, being of service, helping people heal their health, you know, through the practice of yoga. I mean, I have found so many people that not only they take the practice of yoga, which is the way you really should take it on the physical level, but on the spiritual level, you know, I mean, yoga helps you connect to your inner self, your inner strength, and helping people finding that connection is just priceless. So yes, I just I just love meeting people from all different nationality, backgrounds, ages, you know, body types, it's just pretty amazing. You know, you, you, I, I feel like you can create an impact in people's life. And that just, that just makes me really, really happy. Now, of course, I mean, yoga is, is very physical, but would you say that spiritual, the spiritual component of that is just as important, if not more important than the physical aspect of it in terms of yoga? In terms of yoga, I believe, yes, I believe they're both important. The good thing about yoga is that it helps you connect obviously and that's what really yoga is about is that mind-body connection and you start understanding that as the time goes as you know the more you practice the more you understand that body-mind connection a lot of people start yoga because of the physical part of it they think that it's just flexibility and balance but um, it gets to a point where you start understanding that yoga goes above and beyond. Not to get really technical about it, but um, I mean, the asanas, which is what people see, is only one of the eight limbs of yoga. You know, and of course, you know, it goes into pranayama, which is, you know, your breath work. But going back to your questions, yes, I mean, the spiritual part is, is something that you you develop through the practice. And I believe, you know, in, in my personal experience, they're both important because knowing and understanding that we are not only a physical body, okay, we're above and beyond. I mean, the way I look at it, and I always like to say me and speak for myself. Right, of course. Because I don't want people, I don't want to get people offended. You know, when you start talking about spirituality, some people get offended. So on my personal level, I believe that um, obviously you get that deeper connection to not only yourself, to God, universe, whatever you want to call, but you start understanding that we are all connected. We're connected to the universe, we're connected to the animals, we're connected to, you know, the air and everything that is surrounding us. So you start getting a deeper understanding of who you truly are, not only as a physical body, but as as a spirit, as, as a soul, as a you know, gift from the universe, if you want to call it like that. But um, yes, I mean, I think they're they're both really, really important in the yoga practice. I mean, I guess everyone's take on it, everyone's reasons for it are completely different, but those are two main components of the the practice of yoga. Yes, totally. Yes, yes. Uh, And like I said, you know, and it all depends what you're looking for. Some people they still come to the practice and they just get involved with the asanas and they don't take it any further than that. But if you really want to practice yoga with all, you know, the the different, you know, like I said, with all the different things that offer yoga have to offer. Yes. You will understand that yoga is not only, it's only the asanas. However, I want to make sure that a lot of people 
understand uh, that yoga is not a religion. And right. I just want to make sure that everybody understands that because I have people coming up to me asking me if, you know, yoga is a religion and they get offended. Like I said, when we start talking about the spiritual part of it, and, and like I said, you know, I'm not here trying to change anybody's, you know, faith. They say I have my own faith, but I just want to make sure that whatever your faith is in yoga, we don't separate, we don't divide, we don't discriminate against any faith. You know, we're all the same. Yeah. And that's the beauty of yoga. Yoga is union. So the spirituality and religion, I believe, is two different things. For sure. How you want to take it and how you want to pursue yoga is completely up to you. You are respected for who you are. And that's basically the message that we have in the yoga community. Well, thank you we very are, much for clarifying that. That's important. And I'm glad you clarified that. Now, I know there are many different modalities when it comes to yoga. Can you explain a bit about the modalities that you're, or more, or modality? I don't know how many modalities you're certified in, um, which ones you're certified in, and why you chose to get certified in those specifically. Well, there's, like you just mentioned, yes, there's plenty of yoga modalities. Right. I mean, there's so many different styles of yoga. I teach them all, quite honestly. Well, oh, okay. I shouldn't say all, but I teach, you know, yin yoga, restorative, vinyasa, hatha. But one that I'm really hooked with, or I love, I'm just really passionate about teaching is vinyasa. And okay. vinyasa, for people that are not familiar with yoga, is it's a style where we move, you know, it's a flow. So think about it as like you're dancing, per se, you know. And the reason why I pick vinyasa, quite honestly, and I love vinyasa over the over, you know, the other modalities is because of the fact that, you know, I was a ballerina, like I mentioned yeah. before, and I just love movement. And in vinyasa, we're constantly moving. So you're moving from one pose to the next. So you're creating a sequence of movement, of flow, of asanas, and everything is designed for your body to just feel good. Right. So it's not like you're going to be standing and then you're going to go to the floor and then you're going to come up. So you're, while you're standing, you're going through different asanas, you're moving and you're moving with your breath. And that makes it more of a meditation per se. Okay. So while you're moving, you're like meditating. Yep. So for people, I always say for people and I'm including myself too, you know, like for people who don't like to sit down and meditate, like sometimes I quite honestly I can do it, yeah. but there's some days, Brad, but honestly, I mean, my mind, I mean, and I've been doing it for a while, you know, but there's some days where I try to sit down and I just have that monkey mind going yeah. on and I just can find my, you know, I can get my mind to be clear. Yeah. So in those days, that's when vinyasa really, really, you know, comes handy because while I'm moving and meditating, you know, because you're constantly breathing so every move is linked to your breath okay. so there's no way that while you're moving you're thinking about you know bills you gotta pay you know yeah. about a, you know fight that you have with your husband your wife yeah so um so that's <laughs> that's why you know that's why i love it yes that is it, definitely and you know what honestly it's funny because people come to vinyasa thinking that is or not knowing what really vinyasa is all about. Right. And by the end of the class, they're like, wow, that was a workout. <laughs> so you get a you get a good workout. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, so you're working your physical body and you're working your mind and you That's have right. that body mind connection. 
and you are doing, you know, you're meditating. So you're getting everything. I mean, you're getting the best of, you know, the both whole package. Worlds, you yeah, know? exactly. So, the whole package. I'm, I'm very curious though, Paula. Now I'm sure you get people that have come to you and I'm sure you've heard people talk about that. Well, I'm not flexible enough. How I can't do this. I, I don't have the flexibility now with you and your background being a ballerina. I'm sure that has helped you immensely in terms of flexibility for some of the poses. I've seen a lot of the poses that you, you post on your Instagram account and people must look at your page. And go, How the hell is she doing that? Being a ballerina has definitely helped you with your flexibility. So what would you say to people who say to you, well, I'm not flexible enough. I can't do that. What would you say? Well, well quite honestly, well, the first thing I will say is that flexibility starts in the mind. Okay. okay. If you think that you're not flexible and for that reason, you can do, do yoga, you got to totally backwards the reason why you do yoga is because you're not flexible in the first place and obviously yoga is going to help you get more flexible now going back to what you just said that uh, as a ballerina obviously I have that flexibility you know and my background whatever I have to say remember I mean like I mentioned I started yoga at 41 I was the ballerina from the age of 6 to 16 so wow. that was only 10 years. So from 16 to 41, I wasn't doing really anything, but just, you know, some stretches, you know, after, you know, I used to go, you know, to the gym, you know, to obviously relax the muscles after a good workout. But that was basically it. I can show you some of the pictures when I first started yoga. And with that said, what I'm trying to say is basically that no, the flexibility that I gained through ballet didn't really do much for me as, as a yoga teacher or as a yoga practitioner because I have met so many different, different people like myself who didn't even have a background in yoga and they're doing some amazing poses. But once again, it's just because of having that body-mind connection. And I know it sounds like I'm repeating myself, but I just can stress that enough, you know, once you have that body mind connection and you start connecting to your breath, your breath is going to allow you to go deeper into the poses. And just to show you how, I mean, our breath is so important that, you know, diaphragmatic breathing is the way kids or babies breathe when they're first born. And as we get older, okay, we start taking shallow breath. We hold our breath, you know, when we are in stressful situations, not knowing that through our breath, we can find our physical balance, our mental balance. Not only that, like I said before, your breath is going to help you get deeper into the poses. So that's why when you are in a yoga class, we're constantly repeating, you know, take a deep breath in, take a deep breath out on the exhale. That's when you start taking the pose a little bit deeper. It's always on the exhale. So going back to your question, yes, I mean, I can probably say that it did help me a little bit. However, I believe that the flexibility that I have gained is flexibility that I have gained through the practice of yoga. I practice pretty much daily. So for people that want to start doing yoga and they feel like, you know, they're not flexible enough. I always tell them, no, I mean, it's like we have an internal joke in the yoga community. 
people say, you know what, I'm not flexible. That's, that's why I don't do yoga. It's like me saying, you know, I'm too dirty. I don't want to take a shower, you know? So that's the reason. Yes. Okay. Honestly, yes, you know, I'm dirty. So I don't want to take a shower. So no, that's the reason, that's the reason why you do yoga. And All as long, right. honestly, Brad, as long as you have that open mind yeah. that anything is possible, trust me, I've seen it with my own students. I have students that couldn't even touch their knees. And now they're touching their toes. Right. So trust me, it is possible. So again, it, it, it always goes back to mindset. Truly. Mindset. Yes. Mindset. Connect to your breath. Yeah. I mean, find that, find that body-mind connection. And I promise you, I mean, I know it sounds cliche, but honestly, it, it, is, it is the truth. Yeah. And, I, and, and I've seen so many people, not only myself, doing it. And, and it really, really helps. So don't. For people that are listening, trust me. I mean, this practice will change you in so many different ways that um, you will never even think about. What would you say has been the most rewarding part of this journey that you're on so far for you? Oh, my God. Ah, So many. But uh, I will say knowing that I'm helping and changing people's perceptions of themselves, you know, I mean, because like I say, you know, where there's a lot of people that start practicing yoga and then they realize that, you know, their whole perception of themselves have changed, you know, they feel like now, you know, there's an opportunity for them to be happy, you know, there's, you know, their bodies, you know, they see their bodies now moving, you know, with ease, not only the flexibility, remember, just mobility i mean mobility is so important especially as we get older so yes and and knowing that you know that i'm helping people in so many different ways i mean i have so many beautiful experiences that i can share with you people that you know after class just one or two classes they have come up to me and they have said to me thank you you know you said something in class you know that i really needed to hear today or you know through my practice you know because like I say, you know, going through the practice and going deep, you know, because when you're practicing yoga, it's like you're tapping back into your heart center right. and you're letting so many emotions out, you know, emotions that you've been holding on for so long, you know, and there's something about the practice that it just lets you go. It just releases, you know, the emotions. And for me, helping helping people is, is, is just a beautiful thing. You know, I think it's so rewarding. And I wouldn't change it for anything in the world, quite honestly. Yeah, being able to have impact on other human beings, it's its one of the most incredible feelings in the world to be able to give back in that way and yes. have an impact through the work you're doing and helping people. It's truly, it is one of the most rewarding things you can do in life, for sure. Totally. You know, it's so rewarding that, like I said, you, you, can, you can put a price tag on it. No, exactly. 100% agree with you. Paula, on the flip side of that, what has been the biggest challenge for you so far with this new path that you're on? I guess it will be the same thing, trying to change people's perception of themselves. I guess when you have that, when you're close-minded, it's hard for you to see what the future can hold, you know? And, you know, I have people come into my class and they're just so close-minded. No, I'm too old. No, I'm too heavy. No, I'm not flexible. And you know what? I mean, like I said, you know, I totally believe that you can help people as long as they want to be helped. 
And as soon as you let them help them, but on the other hand, I mean, if people already have that mentality that, you know, the way they are is the way they are, then, you know, that's, that's just really hard because, I mean, I can center my energy in trying to work with somebody, you know, changing, you know, not only their physical aspect, you know, somebody had some kind of trauma and they're holding a lot of, you know, like tight hips or they have, you know, uh, muscles are aching or let's say, you know, they were into some kind of car accident, but right off the back, you know, they're mentally close to, to any kind of healing. I think that's, yes, I, I think that's probably one of the biggest challenge, you know, trying to help other people and having the determination to help them, but at the same time, people don't want to help, help themselves or not letting you help them. Very so true. Yes. they have to be open to it for sure. Yes, 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 definitely. Who would you say then is your ideal client? Not what kind of business or what kind of person do you love to work with? I love working with anyone. I mean, I really, (laughs) yes. I mean, honestly, because you know what? I don't favorite people. I don't have like, you know, I can say, you know what? I like men or women or younger people or older people or vice versa. Right. To me, just anyone who wants to better themselves, you know, anybody who is open to be helped, anyone who wants to pursue their dreams or pursue a healthier more mindful lifestyle, you know? So yes, I really can tell you, you know, if there's anybody or any type of people uh, that I would prefer to work with. I mean, anybody who's willing to, to be loved and to change and to be happier, that's the right type of, yeah. right type of people that I love to work with. Yeah. yeah. Now you say that your goal is to help people liberate their bodies through dynamic and therapeutic vinyasas. Why is this mission or goal so personally important to you? Oh, God, some of your questions. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I just, I just want people to understand that there's, there's no limitations. Our limitations live in our mind. I want people to live their, their life to the fullest. I want people to just be happy. I want people to understand that there's no limitations. There's nothing they can do you know uh, mm-hmm. I want them to understand that anything is possible so yeah. yes I mean and, and like I said once again starts in your mind and your body just follows you know and that's personally how I started with my practice you know when I started doing some of these asanas you know that once again you know we for the most part most people start with the asanas and then they start understanding what yoga is really all about okay. so For me, you know, working on the asanas, because remember, when you are on a really difficult asana or pose, you know, and then you start connecting to your breath and you start deep digging deeper into your inner self, your inner strength, that's when you start having that body-mind connection. So that's what's going to allow you to find out who you really are. And knowing that, I mean, there's no limit as far as what we can accomplish in life, not only on the mat, but off the mat. Because remember, I mean, a lot of these asanas, yes, they're helping us have the right mindset. They're helping us connect to the breath. They're helping us to have that deeper connection with our inner self. 
but that does, doesn't stay only on the mat. That goes off the mat. When you go outside, when you go out into the real world, you know, and then you start understanding that everything starts within you, okay? That you can't change the world, but you can change yourself. You can change your perspective, how you see the world and how you react towards the world. So to me, that is something that I, I'm just so passionate about. And, I, I, and that's just my mission. My mission is to change people to live life to their fullest, to there's no limitations, to no, to the fullest capacity per se. I absolutely love that mission. I, and, and you and I hit it off with all of this talk because when we first spoke before we even got on the podcast when we first connected all the talk about alignment and mindset and it's so integral and i mean paula mindset has come up quite a bit here in our conversation today so can you speak to how important a part mindset has played in helping you get to where you are today and just how important it is in our daily routines and our successes well, like you just said, yes, once again, for those of you who are listening, I'm probably tired of me saying mindset <laughs> once again. Yes, mindset. I mean, yes, I know it sounds like, oh, my God, this woman mindset. Trust me. I mean, people always ask me, you know, yes, I mean, you're over 40 and now you're doing this. And I'm like, don't just look at that. I mean, and, and yes, I mean, it is kind of an accomplishment. But to me, the accomplishment doesn't come only from the asana that I'm doing. It's just knowing, Brad, that everything started in my mind, you know, quite honest. When I used to look at the poses that now got me into understanding that mindset was the key point to where I'm at today, it's just mind-blowing. And now I understand that there's no limitations. The limitations are only in my mind. Right. And if, in fact, I say, you know what, I can't do this, I know I'll be able to do it. And that's the mentality that we need to have. You know, obviously nothing happens overnight, you know, yeah. but if you have the mindset, and I hear that all the time, Brett, honestly, I hear that from so many people that are successful in life, you know, I mean, when you listen to them, they always tell you mindset. I mean, yeah. they even said that mindset is 80% of who we are. And it's crazy that as human beings, we just don't understand that. Yeah. As human beings, we always look at the physical, at the physical world. Okay. Yep. Not understanding that if our mind changes, the physical world can change, you know, because everything that we are up to today, you know, that's what we thought many years ago. They always say, you know, if you look at your body, if you look at your house, if you look at your relationships, that's what you have been up to this point. Meaning that let's say, you know, you are overweight. Okay. So that's because you probably had the mentality that, you know what, it is fine for me to be overweight. It yeah. is fine for me to eat this type of food. But once you start changing that mindset, trust me, that's going to reflect on your physical body. Okay. So for you to see what you want to see on the physical world, you have to start in the inner world, in your mind. And then I promise you, even these, I mean, think about this, Brett, and I'm sure you have read a lot of, you know, about, you know, people that have terminal illness. Yes. 
And quite honestly, I, I hate to talk about this because it's, it's really touchy for me. I just lost my brother-in-law, 51 years old, in December, two months ago. So sorry. Um, thank you so much, sweetheart. It was, it was just really hard. But one thing that I can tell you is my brother-in-law, may God bless him, for five years, he fought pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Doctors couldn't believe that he fought for five years when for the most part, and I'm sure there's a lot of people listening, they know somebody that's been fighting it. And fortunately, they don't give you any more than six months a year. Right. He, fought, he fought it for five years. But you know what? He had the mindset of a warrior. He always used to say, I'm a warrior. So <laughs> once again, it's all about the mindset. Yeah. You know, anybody that's been fighting some kind of disease for that long is because Deep inside, they know that they're stronger than what's going on internally in their bodies. And if you think that, you know what, I'm going to get rid of this cancer, which, I mean, it's it got to be hard, you know, and I'm not saying that it, it happens to everyone and I, I don't want to be disrespectful to anyone. I mean, I know a lot of people that unfortunately couldn't fight it. And there's people that went into remission. Yeah. So that tells you that our minds are stronger than we think. So absolutely, yes. mindset once again. <laughs> now, you've also said, Paula, that true freedom lies in having awareness and becoming the observer of your own thoughts, ultimately gifting us with the power of choice to navigate each day with conscious appreciation. So what advice would you give someone about how to become more self-aware and in alignment with their purpose? Well, I think we all have to understand that we all have positive and negative thoughts. And that's just normal for, you know, every human being, you know, I think, you know, sometimes we feel guilty or we just want to disregard the negative, you know, thoughts. But I personally believe that, you know, whenever I have a negative thought, what I do is I try to think about why and where the thoughts are coming from. Okay. And from there, then I throw it in the garbage, throw it away. That's it, you know. But first, I want to understand why is that negative thought coming to me? So like I said, why and where is it coming from? After I understand that, then I focus my attention on the positive thoughts. I totally believe, and I'm sure, you know, based on the conversations that me and you had before, remember when we center, what we center with attention expands, it right. grows. So if you center your attention to positive thoughts, those positive thoughts are going to grow manifest. So I believe that, yes, I mean, you know, as normal as it is to have positive and negative thoughts, you definitely have to observe, you know, your, your thoughts and just give, you know, love to the positive, you know. I mean, I, I personally think that, you know, affirmations are, are great, you know, yeah. and, um, and they, they really help. So for everyone who is going through any kind of struggle, which we all, you know, obviously at some point have gone through different struggles in life. Yeah. I always say, you know, just just try to think positive, you know, try to let go of anything that doesn't serve you and just focus your attention in what you want to, you know, manifest, yeah. see, enjoy, live in your life. 
Paula, has spirituality and this this mindset, this positive mindset and this mind, body, soul connection, has this always been part of who you are in your life or has this really just come to fruition as a result of your journey into the yoga world? Well, I I mean, spirituality has always been definitely part of my life okay. ever since, since I was a kid. Okay. However, through the practice of yoga, I have come to understand that I'm not just the physical body. And this physical body, obviously, let's put it this way. I believe, and I understood that more through the practice of yoga. I believe that we are a soul with a body, not a body with a soul. Okay. Ah, very interesting perspective. Yes, because you know what? I mean, I want to believe that um, the reason why we have a physical body is because that way we can touch, we can feel each other, we can have that human connection. And I believe that, and I hope to God, and I'm not trying to be too, too spiritual in here mm-hmm. or to talk about religion or anything like that, but I believe one day once we are gone from this physical planet, we're going to go somewhere without our skin. So we just leave the skin in here. It's like taking your clothes off, <laughs> leaving the skin here, your body, and just going through a different dimension. A dimension, obviously, where we can serve, you know, and we can be all together and just be free of pain, free of any, oh, my God, um, how can I say that? Oh, my God, that's a tough question. The restrictions um, of the physical world. Yeah. Exactly. You got it. Yes. So, so yeah. So, and I, and I understood through the physical, through the um, practice of yoga that yes, we are one. So we are all connected and we're connected to the universe. We're connected with everything just because we're energy. And to me, that's just so important knowing that I'm energy and I can vibrate at the same level of the universe. That's just one, you know, we are, we're all united. So for you to think that, you know, you are not connected, I believe is is kind of naive, you know, because we're all part of an an incredible creation. Like I said, if you want to call it guy universe, but yes, we we are part of this divine creation. And that I only understood through the practice of yoga. Now, Paula, to date, what would you say is your biggest high or your greatest win? Oh, my biggest high or my biggest win. Oh, God. Oh, my God, right? You're killing me. (laughs) (laughs) I like to make my guests think. Yeah. No, it's not only that. I mean, the problem with me is that I can talk forever. So (laughs) I don't have like just one answer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god to me it's just it's just my i guess my family my community connecting to community that shares the same values who you know the community that is in alignment with my purpose in life and then of course you know my family my family to me is is, is everything so just having my family love and support and me being able to manage what I love doing and, you know, sharing that love with the family and friends and my community. I think, yes, that's probably my biggest achievement. What do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful? 
do you really want to have an answer for that again? <laughs> Don't you think I gave you that answer already? Mindset, mindset my love. Mindset, my love. Yes, that's it. I mean, okay. I know it sounds crazy, but no, that's it's true. true. You know? yeah. Yeah. It's just mindset, mindset. If, if I want people to get something out of this, you know, mindset. interview. Yes, exactly. Yes, just mindset. Change okay. your mindset, you'll change your your, your life. And if they yeah. don't want to hear from me, you know, I mean, they honestly, I mean, listen to so many people that are just successful. I mean, Oprah Winfrey. I mean, wow. I mean, like so many people I can even think, you know, Jay Shetty, you know, I mean, yeah. there's so many people, they always talk about that, you know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Everybody will tell you that it's mindset, mindset, mindset. <laughs> Speaking of success, Paula, how do you define the word success? What does that word mean to you? Whoa. Success, I, I have to say that success is different for everyone. So what success is to me, probably it doesn't mean anything to somebody else. It has nothing to do with somebody else. But to me is just waking up every morning, doing what I love, to knowing that I can do what I love, creating impact on other people's life, you know, inspiring other people to follow their dreams to understand that, you know, that they can just do anything they want to do, that their present situation doesn't determine their future. You know, um, to me, that's just success, you know, being with my family, spending time with my family. I'm really, I'm really family oriented, you know, I'm all about my family. So, so like I said, my family and my community, you know, to mm-hmm. me, that's, that's successful. I mean, I mean, I may not make millions of dollars. And for, like I said, you know, for some people, maybe some people look at me and they think she's not successful. But to me, just like I said, you know, doing what I love, you know, doing yoga every day, sharing my love and my passion with, you know, others and spreading the love and helping other people and spending time with my family. Wow, to me, that's that's definitely success. Beautifully said. What would you Thank say, you. Paula, is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before learning it? And what was your life like after you learned it? Yes, I guess probably mindset. Again. I knew it. <laughs> yes, I mean because before I started doing yoga, I didn't have that mindset. Mm-hmm. I I thought of me as being limited, having, you know, restrictions or limitations. And now, obviously, like I said, you know, once I learned that mindset and knowing that it's up to me, not up to anyone else, what I can do and can do with my body, my mind, knowing that everything starts within me, knowing that, you know, that I can be at peace whenever I want to, that even other people can get me upset, which I'm not going to say that happens all the time, because trust me, I'm still working on it. But knowing that if I get upset, it's because I'm giving somebody else the power, I'm already losing the power, because anything that happens within me, I should have the control and the power to control. And everything that is external, obviously, is different. I mean, I can't control what's going on outside in the world or, yeah. you know, because obviously it's external. But what's going inside of me, I totally have full power and full control of it. So once again, it's the mindset. 
So it's not easy. I mean, when I talk to some of my friends and I tell them about this, they're like, oh my God, you know, you're being brainwashed for too long. You know, you're crazy or, you know, you're from, you know, you, you know, you went to another world, another (laughs) planet and came back. I'm like, no, I honestly discover the power within me. Okay. And that's, what I want people to understand because just like I learned that anybody can learn it. So, and once you learn that, I think that's just more powerful than anything else in the world. Well, your whole world will change. Totally. Yes. I mean, what, and like I said, why don't you change your perspective? You know, I mean, there's a saying, why don't you change the perspective that everything changes? That's right. So, you know, it, it starts within you. So yes. So mindset, my dear. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. A lesson in mindset today, for sure. Yes, exactly. Paula, <laughs> mindset. <laughs> Paula, what is your personal motto? A personal? What do you mean like that? Like somebody? Um, like, like no. What what words do you live by? Like what is your saying that you live by? Something like that. Something to that effect. Something that really resonates with you that you live your life by those words. Like this is the way to think. Wow. Ooh, you got me on that one. Like Um, my my father always said to me, what's meant for you won't go by you. That's a motto. That's something you live by. Yeah. Right. Something like that. Something to that effect. Well, I will say one of them will be probably, yes, it's, it's never too late to follow your passion. Yeah, that will be one. And the other one that I always tell my kids is treat others the one you want to be treated. So yes, I will say okay. probably those two. Okay. Yes, yes. Paula, who in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why? Who in my life had the biggest impact? Oh, God, I will say I have to go back to, I will say my parents, uh, my grandparents. Yeah. You know, I guess understanding that, you know, that we have to love and respect others. I couldn't say just one person. Yeah. I, mean, I think the biggest impact in my life, and I hope that's the biggest impact that I can create in other people besides the mindset, it's just love and respect others. I believe that you don't have to probably love everyone because sometimes it's kind of hard, you know, yeah. and we got to be real, yeah. but just respect. I believe that respect takes, you know, I mean, will will take you far in life, you know? Yeah. Respecting others to me is sometimes it's even more important than loving somebody, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to love everyone, but respect everyone. We all have a right to be in this world. We all have a right to be who we want to be as long as we don't hurt other people. So, so my grandfather used to say all the time, live and let others live. Or yes. I don't remember exactly how that goes in English. Live, but, um, live and let live and let live. Exactly, exactly. So yes, that okay. by far is to me is, is something that yeah. I, I I always have that in mind. You know, I don't care what you do, who you are, as long as you don't hurt other people, that's yeah. fine. Live your life, and if that's what makes you happy, by all means, just do it. Love it. What does the word empowerment mean to you? Empowerment. Oh, wow. Well, I guess that there's different ways to, you know, to describe the word, you know, I Mm -hmm. guess you can find empowerment by self exploration, 
or <laughs> you can find or you can get in power by somebody else, you know. But at the end of the day, I believe that the word itself represents confidence. I will say inner strength and determination. Yes, I will Beautiful. say probably, I'm sure there's other. But that's, your, that's what that it means to you. It, but that's what it means to me. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay, we're going to do a little rapid fire section here. So the next grouping of questions <laughs> will just be two, three, four word answers. Okay. If you were writing your autobiography, what would the title be? Too late to follow your passion. Love it. Uh, <laughs> what makes you smile? Oh my God. Once again, that's going to sound cliche, but um, I will say the small things in life, you know, just knowing that my kids are happy. Yeah. Um, you know, just, you know, helping other people too, you know, like when somebody comes to my class and at the end of the class, they say, wow, you said something that really got to me or, you know, thank you for helping me with, you know, this asana I was practicing for the longest time and, you know, I nailed it today or, you know, I mean, when you give the kid, you know, a gift or, I mean, I don't know, the small little things in life, you know, to yeah. me, those are things that are just priceless and things that come from the heart. Yeah. Anything that comes from the heart really makes me smile and makes me happy. How would you describe yourself in one word? Ooh, me. Oh, God. Uh, compassionate. I guess compassionate. Okay. What would your family and friends list as a couple of your best characteristics? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> that will be, I will have to ask them, but uh, I mean, I always, you know, when I talk to them, I mean, some of the things that they have said to me, they 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 feel that I'm kind, that I'm loving. One that is not probably too good is that I'm a clean freak. <laughs> uh, I'm friendly, I'm loyal, I'm really okay. loyal. Yeah, I'm trustworthy. If you could teach the world one thing, what would that one thing be? Tolerance and respect. Yes, what? we need to have more tolerance and respect in For the sure. world. What's one thing you want but cannot buy with money? Uh, I have to say that I've been blessed. I mean, obviously, it's always we always as human beings, we can always want more. But I've been blessed with everything I need. So I really don't need anything. But if there's something that I want more of, that I know money can buy, it will be perfect help for every living thing in the world, obviously, including my family, my yeah. friends, my community. And God, just, you know, stop suffering in the world. Yeah, I love that. That's brilliant. If you could change one thing about the world, what would you change? Oh, for every kid in the world to have a loving family, food on the table, just to be happy. What is one of your favorite quotes? By Gandhi. My favorite quote, quote is, be the change you want to see in the world. Love it. That's a great quote. I love that. I love that one. Yes. That concludes our rapid fire section. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. No. <laughs> did, I, did I do okay? You did, did awesome. You did very well. You did very okay, well. I'm good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Paula, if you had the opportunity to sit down and have a one-hour conversation with one woman, any woman in the world, who would it be and why? Oh, my God. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> I think that woman is incredible. Because when you think about what Oprah Winfrey has accomplished, it's just mind-blowing. And 
once again, it's because of her mindset. Yeah. She didn't let her pass her childhood, which we pretty much everyone, you know, who follows and know of Oprah Winfrey knows that she had a really tough childhood. She was, you know, sexually molested. She come from a broken family. I mean, she went through so many struggles in life and she didn't let any of that define her future and the impact that Oprah Winfrey has created in the world. I think it's just beautiful, not only for women, but for any human being in the world. So yes, I really have a lot of respect and I really admire Oprah Winfrey. What is your why? My why, um, my why is love, spread love, you know, and obviously starts with loving yourself. So you have more love towards your family, towards anyone you meet, towards the world, towards animals, mother nature, love, love is my why. What is an unexpected blessing or occurrence in your life that you're grateful for? Oh my God. When I think about unexpected blessings, I can stop thinking about my son because (laughs) (laughs) my son, honestly, I mean, he always makes fun of me. And because, you know, when obviously he find out that I was not looking to go pregnant. So now he's night. He tells me, he's like, so mom, I was, I am mistaken. I'm like, no, you are the biggest, the the biggest and most beautiful mistake ever. But I'm (laughs) telling you, I was all, yeah, my biggest blessing, my son, because obviously I was not planning on getting pregnant. And I got pregnant, but then with that said, so if my kids hear this, I want them to know I still, you know, I still have three other girls that I love with my, all my heart. Yeah. As you know, I'm a mother of four, yes. but you know, the other ones we were planned, but my son was not planned. So. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? To follow my heart, to do what lights my heart on fire, to believe in myself, because to me, that's more powerful than anyone else believing in you. So I believe that when we are younger or personally, when I was younger, I didn't believe in myself that much. And trust me, even that I'm almost 48, I mean, there's still part of me, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to tell you that I have some, sometimes I have self-doubt, but believing in yourself, following your heart to me is extremely important. And I always tell my kids that I always yeah. tell them, you know, just follow your heart, do what makes you happy. As long, once again, as long as you don't hurt other other human being or, you know, other human living thing, you're, you're fine. You know, just, just believe in yourself, follow your heart and do what makes you happy. And then you'll be successful. And yes, that's it. Great advice. <laughs> I love it. Lastly, Paula, if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech to the world, so your community, your people, your family, your friends, your corner of the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? What what would you tell them? What would you say? Mm. What words of wisdom would you impart? Well, like I just said, believe in yourself, believe in the power of your mind, because your mind can serve you or your mind can destroy you. 
Never underestimate the difference you can make in the life of others. Today, you can be the reason somebody feels happy, even for a minute. So just spread love, kindness. And like Martin Luther King said once, everyone can be great because anyone can serve. I think that's incredible. That's so powerful. And stealing words from Albert Einstein, he also said, only a life lived in the service of others is worth living. So yeah, that's probably what I will say to the world, to my community, to my family. Beautifully said. I love it. Paula, thank you so, so much for taking the time to be here and share your journey and your story and your about mindsets and all of it. I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. You are a true inspiration, a truly beautiful human. I love what you're all about. I love your mindset. I love your energy, your vibe, everything. This has been such a wonderful conversation and I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking the time to be here. And I am so honored and happy to have you as a member of the Empowerography community. So thank you for spending this time with me today and sharing your insights and wisdom. Oh my God, Brad. Thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me be part of this beautiful community. Honestly, I I, I just want everyone who's listening to know that, you know, never underestimate who you are. Just keep following your dreams. I mean, we have so much potential that sometimes we're not even aware of. And the minute that we understand that, trust me, everything is possible. And thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm just so honored. Uh, You're such a beautiful soul. I'm so happy that we have connected. And I just can't wait for, you know, create, you know, to create a bigger impact in the world, you know, and I know me and you together, uh, we can do this and we can create a bigger community. Thank you so much. My pleasure and my honor, Paula. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest has been Paula Pietri. She is a certified yoga teacher based in Florida. Thank you so much, Paula. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. You as well, sweetheart. Have a great day. Thank you so much again. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca, follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast, and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.